Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can always pick them up on an application called SoundCloud by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and Tier 90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit for Anti-Aging. As I said, these calls um, are archived there. But if you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial in to 712-775-8972, you can catch us live and we would be delighted to have you joining us Monday through Friday at the aforementioned time. Our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 efforts and I just want to remind you that this is a lifestyle change. This is not something you do once and never do again. It's kind of an ongoing changing your lifestyle to make you a much healthier, happier person. With that being said, for those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. It's actually his actual birth date. Thrilled to have you along with us. I come to you with an education background, but I've had a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise dating back more than four decades because I had grandparents when I was in high school that did were not in the best of health. Um, they had adult-onset diabetes, and there was heart disease on at least two sides of my family and adult-onset diabetes on... <laughs> to other sides of the family. So I really did not want to travel down those health challenges. So I have done many things over the last several decades just to um, kind of minimize the chances of that, if not alleviate it. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein and at least three of your meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. If you're not able to take them with your meals, just take them with your meals. I promise. It'll still work. They say it doesn't work nearly as well. Uh, My experience was that about 40% of the time I could not figure out when my meals were going to be, so I had to take them with my meals. And in the course of about six months, I was able to lose 20 body inches. So... Um, Just keep that in mind. I didn't lose any weight. I just lost body inches. So for those of you that are looking at a regular bathroom scales, you might want to make sure that you're taking your measurements, taking photos, and checking to see how your clothes are fitting because those are all indicators that you're actually losing fat and not, um, hopefully not muscle. Uh, With that being said, if you've got one of those um, fancier smart scales that actually does muscle mass to fat composition, um, that will give you a clearer picture of what's actually happening in your body. 
So the next thing after taking those supplements is seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which are your proteins, your carbs, your sugars, your fibers, um, your micronutrients, which are your vitamins and minerals. And the other thing that those fresh fruits and vegetables will get you is fiber, which helps in two ways. The first way that fiber helps is for satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other way that fiber helps is um, for good digestive health. And for that, guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber daily for that good digestive health. Keep that digestive tract moving in, um, in good shape. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. That's your absolute baseline bottom minimum. Um, definitely can do more than that. Can definitely do a lot more than that. Um, that exercise could be whatever you desire it to be. It could be dancing, swimming, uh, bike riding, walking in the snow, whatever gets you excited up and moving. Um, it, it could be house cleaning, could be chopping wood, could be moving wood. It just whatever is, um, whatever fits your lifestyle. But if you're doing all of that exercise, do realize that you need to take a look at your hydration. Your baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you've got a, one of those regular old bathroom scales that actually gives you pounds and not anything else, well, for every pound, for every two pounds you weigh, you need to drink one ounce of water. So, for instance, if you weigh 100 pounds, 50 ounces of water is where you start. If you're exercising moderately to heavily, you could lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour through perspiration. And so it is really critical to make sure that you're not getting dehydrated. And many times dehydration masks itself as hunger. So if you think you're hungry, really, you're probably thirsty, drink a glass of water, wait a few minutes, assess um, how your body's feeling, decide whether you need more water or whether it's been a while and it really is wanting some food, well, that would be your clue for that. And as always, I'm looking for additional information to share with you that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. And today's information is actually coming out of a book that is called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, MD. And uh, many of the things that he supports dovetails right into our TR90 program and just, you know, it's always good good to have those extra bits of information that will help round out your knowledge and help keep you on the right track. So today we're actually diving into trans fat, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Trans fats do not exist in nature. They are laboratory created and designed and have adverse health consequences. They interfere with the body's production of beneficial fatty acids and promote heart disease. A trans fatty acids offer, as trans fatty, uh, uh, let's try that again, as trans fatty acids offer no benefits and only clear adverse metabolic consequences, when you see the words partially hydrogenated on the side of the box, Consider what's inside poisonous and throw it in the trash. Trans fats are surely cancer-promoting 
and raise your cholesterol as much as saturated fat, considering that they also reduce HDL, the good cholesterol. Trans fats may be even more atherogenic than saturated fatty acids. Convincing evidence from the Nurses' Health Study and other indicates that trans fats are closely associated with heart attacks as the fats in animal products. The amount of trans fats used in foods has significantly decreased in recent years. Many food manufacturers have formulated their products to reduce or eliminate trans fats. Food manufacturers now must indicate trans fat content on their products. Nutritional labels. Be aware, beware that the levels of less than 0.5 grams per serving can be listed as zero gram trans fats, making it possible for a person eating multiple servings of a food label as free from trans fats to still be consuming a significant amount. So the fatty conclusion, there is no question that the high-fat diet increases the risk of many cancers. This has been demonstrated in hundreds of animal and human studies. It not only, it's not only the amount of fat, but also the type of fat that is linked to increased risk. Just like the type of protein, it gets complicated. So here are the major points. One, any extracted oil, red as fat, can promote cancer because causing uh, consuming even the healthier fats, such as olive oil in excess, adds too many empty calories. Excess calories have toxic effects, contributing to obesity, premature aging, and cancer. Number two, excess omega-6 fat, fatty acids promote cancer risk, while omega-3 fat which are harder to come by, tend to lower the risk. The omega-6 fats are found in polyunsaturated oils, such as corn oil and safflower oil, whereas omega-3 fatty acids are abundant in seeds, greens, and some fish. Number three, the most dangerous fats for both heart disease and cancer are saturated fats and trans fatty acids listed as partially hydrogenated on the food labels. You would be foolish not to avoid these fats. Trans fats may raise breast cancer risk by more than 45%. Number four, the whole natural plant foods, so that's your whole grains, greens, nuts, and seeds, supply adequate fat and eating an assortment of natural foods will ensure that you will not be deficient in fat. For those who require more DHA fats, flax seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds, walnuts, and plant-derived DHA supplements are the healthiest and cleanest of sources. So, remember, a low-fat diet can be worse than a higher-fat diet if it is has more saturated fat or trans fat in it and, and if it contains an excessive amount of refined carbohydrates. Note that lean meat or fowl, which contains 2 to 3 grams of fat per ounce, contains less fat 
less saturated fat, and fewer calories per ounce than cheese, which has four, or excuse me, which has eight to nine grams of fat per ounce. Cheese has much more saturated fat, the more dangerous fat, and about 10 times as much saturated fat as a chicken breast. Excuse me. Cheese is the food (coughs) that contributes the most saturated fat to the American diet. Most cheeses are more than 50% of the calories are from fat, and even low-fat cheese are high-fat foods. So just to give you a rundown of a few of them. (coughs) Oh, cream cheese. Uh, Percentage of calories from fat are 89. Percentage of fat that is saturated is 63. Gouda cheese, percentage of calories, 69. Percentage of saturated fat, 64. Cheddar cheese has 74 to 64. Mozzarella, 69 to 61. Mozzarella cheese, part skim, 56 percent calories and 64 percent saturated fat. Kraft Velveeta spread 65 and 66 respectively. Kraft Velveeta light 43 to 67. Ricotta whole milk is 68 percent of its calories are from fat and 64 are from the uh, is a percentage that is saturated fat. Ricotta part skim 51 to 62, just to give you an idea. Americans have this fetish with watching fat and forgetting everything else we know about nutrition. Fat is not everything. If the fats you consume are healthy fats found in raw seeds, nuts, and avocados, and if your diet is rich in unrefined foods, you needn't worry so much about the fat unless you are overweight. The take-home message regarding regarding fat is this. Avoid saturated fats and trans fats, the hydrogenated fats, and try to include some foods that contain omega-3 fat in your diet. Uh, Tomorrow, I'll be jumping into giving up the myths about protein is like changing your religion. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information with you on how to build a new skin business. I was delighted to have you along with me this morning. If you have um, any thoughts or comments you would like to share, you can definitely do that as soon as I take us off mute. Or you can definitely uh, shoot me a text. Let me know you're part of the TR90 group so you don't end up in my spam folder. You can text me at 503-502-4863 with any thoughts, questions, or comments you may have. uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Frank will be up Wednesday. And this is Susan Mann for January 15th, 2024, signing out. Absolutely delighted to have you with me, and I welcome any thoughts or comments.